hit the events tab for details. The Money Show. The Markets. A big drama at CNA today. We'll get on to that story in the next half hour. Big, big drama. Big drama. Huge drama. Drama, drama. Um, on to markets and what a good day it was for markets. I mean, if there's one little piece of uh, good news on the day amidst the doom and gloom of everything that's going on around us, it was the markets up 409 points, very nearly 68,000 on the all share index with a nice trading update from Standard Bank. Very, very strong performance from our commodity players, particularly the platinum share. As they stole the show today. Our market commentator this evening is Merrill Pick, the portfolio manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. How much do you think load shedding holds the JSE back, Merrill Pick? I mean, is it <laughs> would, would we be ten percent further ahead than we are now? Fifty percent further ahead? Uh, because I suppose it's such a complicated question, considering just how much divestment there's been from South Africa. One of the reasons, no doubt, is just the unreliability of the power sector. I wonder if we can even quantify its cost to investors. Mm. Good evening, Gruson. Good evening to your listeners. You know, it it is a topical issue um, and particularly painful when us as individuals are experiencing no shedding. I suppose the thing is that the markets um, have been so aware of South Africa's power constraints for so long now um, and coupled with that the ratings agencies you know are carefully watching um, how we resolve our, our power constraints because I think um, longer term it is going to be one of the key determinants um, about whether we can lift our growth path can we get off this one to two percent um, very slow setting on the GDP treadmill you know can we push um, that speed up a bit, and um, one of the things that is holding us back is ESCOM. Um, so I think something like this is a negative data point and a setback because we have been hearing Andre Dereta, um and I, forget, I think it's James Oberholden, his um, COO, um, making the right noises longer term about tackling the um, backlog of maintenance, you know, improving the reliability of um, our power fleet but um you know then we have we have stumbles like today which then um the negative sentiments going again if i look at the rand for example though um and last week's performance of some of the more domestic stocks the retailers the banks etc the market seems to be looking through this um, it's astonishing, isn't it? But also, I suppose, investors have been constantly surprised by the better than expected trading results that we are seeing from these SA Inc. companies. Yep, their environment is difficult, but somehow companies have you know, learned to navigate the worst of it. I mean, just look at Standard Bank's trading hmm. update today, and you get a very clear sense that you know the very worst fears of COVID and load shedding and economic um, implosion have not been realized. Yes. I think as South Africans, we sometimes do um, fall prey to overly pessimistic um, um, expectations ourselves. And we forget that as South African individuals, but also South African companies, um, we have proven time and time again that there is a lot of resilience um, and adaptability in this economy. I think for anyone to have operated in the 10 years of low growth, and load shedding and corruption, except you, you've learned a thing or two about a tough operating <laughs> environment. Um, and COVID is in the, in the pinnacle of that. 
I mean, let's just go to the bank, for example. We have been saying it only for a long time that um, we are overweight um, South African banks. At one point last year, they were as cheap as they were in the 1980s. And if you think about what was transpiring in South Africa in the 1980s, I don't think things were quite as bad, and yet our mm. banks were that cheap, um, which we saw as an, as an absolute steal and a, and a great um, buying opportunity. Fortunately, that thesis is now starting to unlock. Um, they're now still, though, as cheap as they were, let's say, in, in 2000. Um, and the thing is that the banks were very conservative. They provided a lot for people to not kind of pay back loans as a result. But people and companies are still managing to service their debt. So at some point, all those provisions that were tucked away by banks um, will flow back through into profits um, and dividends. So we have been long banging the drum on, on, on banks and slowly that is starting to come through for clients. Um, but I think the, the, the JSE, the South African components, have started to really show the, um, the, the overly pessimistic expectations that were actually expected in companies report one by one. You know, you see these moves on one uh, 12%. Six percent. That tells you that um, even if you see a company reporting flat earnings, but something ten percent, expectations were just so low. Conversely, um, expectations so high for some of the tech companies, for example, that they can report twenty percent, thirty percent earnings growth in the share price fall. So at some point, one has to look at what is priced in, what are you prepared to pay for, and um, with a little bit of bravery, returns will come your way if you can take a long-term perspective. Meryl Peck, horrible phone line there, but thank you, Meryl Peck, Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. It's one of those phone lines that you feel to yourself, hold on, it, it, it'll get back, it'll get, it'll, it's, like, it's like load shedding. You think, oh, oh it's, gone, it's gone, we've had a whole day without load shedding. Um, and so, yeah, the cell phone signals also tend to go awry during load shedding. So, Meryl Peck, thank you very much. Uh, what Meryl and I didn't have time to talk about was the famous brands results, which were snuck through, and I say snuck because that's a mean way of putting it, but anybody who publishes results at quarter to six of an evening. Those results need to be looked at in a great deal of detail because you wonder why they came out so late. Uh, and then you look at the revenue, down 35% to just over $5 billion. Um, They made a basic loss uh, of, my goodness me, over a billion, 1.2 billion rand versus a small uh, 362 million rand profit the last time round. It's a headline loss per share of 86 cents a share. And this is the whole shakeout of the mess in the United Kingdom with Gourmet Burger Kitchen, of course, um, which they are now out of. But the domestically, South Africa is um, going through really, really difficult times as well. And with your discretionary income being severely constrained, you're not that keen on going out and spending money and getting deliveries as much as perhaps you were uh, two years ago. So, the, you know, some of the famous brands is certainly feeling a lot of the pain. I'm going to need some time uh, to understand these results in a bit more detail. So we're not going to get through those tonight. But, yeah, huge disappointment coming out of famous brands. It had warned it was going to be awful. Uh, but just uh, glancing through these results this evening, it's pretty clear that the, that expectation has been met. Horrible results today from famous brands.